As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bro, girls like that. Others, you help bet. You know what I'm saying? When you dress young girls like that, what you think? Grown men, gone, they don't see little girls. If you dress a 15-year-old that's already developed, and we know that our girls develop and young boys, like you tell me about your nephew, they huge. They ain't lifting no weights like that they whole life. They just naturally big, naturally strong, naturally fat. So the girls are the same way. So you got 13-year-old girls that's naturally developed with these bodies. So when you dress them like they grown women, grown men don't see a 14, 13-year-old. They just see body. They see a grown, yeah, a body of a grown woman. So now you got nature taking over then. You wonder why it's running rampant like that. And then the, when you got mothers, that's not protecting their daughters like they should. They can't say us because we ain't there. Let them tell it. The black men are absent, but that's a lie because black men take care of children. We there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We yeah. might not be, but you know, it's side up for us to be on the outside in a way. That's what food stamps and the government assistant came in for us so that you get that if you don't, if the, if the man ain't living in the home, then yeah. <laughs> the girl can get the food stamps. That's just how that works. So, I mean, that's by design. Child support, all that. Yeah, you can't have him in the house. Yeah, so that, yeah, so that's by design in a way. Yeah, that's and, that, that's. And you know, that's you can go back with slavery. Folks be like, you can't always throw slavery, but I mean, that's the reason we always, here. It's a lot. Yeah, it's we, the reason we, we, we here. We we would still have problems amongst each other, but this where we are now, exactly. in this country wouldn't even exist. We, we wouldn't even be where so far from where we at because we know at one point. Every black person know at one point we wasn't like this. We was not like this. We was okay. Like you said, we had some problems amongst each other, but we wasn't this bad where we were killing like each you other. Ever, you ever heard the phrase, this. beat it to submission? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like something <laughs> happened to us and we know what it was. Slavery did a number on us and it put us in the positions that we are now. So that's why it's running like that. So that's why we saying that word. Like we kind of hate how they did our Kelly, man. Like it's another black man that you can't look up to no more. It's like, they take all our black heroes and kinda eh, yeah, throw dirt yeah. on them. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> you know what? Let's go ahead and insert. 
for sure. Before I hadn't said that in a while. Yeah, hey, back in it, man. It's Critical Minds Podcast. This is... Well, no, nope, I'm doing it in the wrong order. Reset. <laughs> you have to hit the rewind button on that <laughs> <job>. <laughs> Here we go. This is Critical Minds Podcast. Pat Bates across the way. Scope skills. This is uh, episode... 24. 24. Yeah. I had to look it up to be sure, so yeah. I was going to let you see. It. But I was going to act like I knew, but I, I didn't know. I, I I just looked it up. The only reason I remember because <laughs> it's been so long, and I said, like, what was the last episode we stopped on? I know it won 22. I know we did 23 because Shawty was here. So it had to be 24. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a minute. It's I, We should almost call this season two, but because I'm, I'm about to start doing some new stuff this time. I'm going to rip the audio this time, and we're going to try to. You know, put put all put every little version of this stuff up, but that's cool too. Yeah, 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 yeah. This this is episode twenty four though. We back. Yeah. Went on a hiatus. Yeah. We, we got life. Yeah. Like, life like, happens. Yeah, it was some it's some real life issues. Yeah. But, yeah life, uh, life happens. So I'm gonna still try to figure out some other stuff we can start filling in with. Yeah. So you know, anybody got suggestions, we'll. We gonna start we'll freestyling on these boys soon. We gonna let Man, the boys start, hit a, hit, a, hit the skills we got on it on start the mic. Freestyling. I've even considered. I've even considered doing some, some episodes with um, other people without us even on it. That's cool. I've I've considered that because. Uh, hey, now that's genius. Yeah, that's genius. yeah. I've, I've considered doing it. So, I actually just thought of this about five minutes ago. Just let other people like it'll be an episode where we just like letting like we can kind of narrate or just like, let them shoot, have it. They just have it. They just have it. it. Like and it's an episode where they can kind of. That's cool too, cause people be wanting to come on the show or chime in, but that'd be their chance to kind of just hey, Man, just it's yours. You, you got it. Yeah, it's yours for the night. It's yours. It's your platform. So, I'm thinking about doing that. I don't know what I'm gonna call it or how we're gonna run it, but yeah. I'm thinking about doing that Shoot Give people Open platform man Like you might have Something you wanted to do Or you You thinking about Starting a podcast And I, we'll, we'll be your We'll be your plug you That's know the mean? next level Right there bro Yeah so That's Think about level. doing that So That's I don't dope. think Nobody really Kind of doing that I, I was joking like, to we say could, that could, I ain't heard nobody do that I ain't yeah, seen nobody It's kind of like Becoming the network For the podcast Instead yeah. of being The show we gonna With be. the network Yeah So shoot. We're also the plug And the outlet Plug in the <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was like, shoot, we could do that, and that way it open people's up, uh, open people up to doing it. They don't really have to do too much. I'm like, shoot, I come to you. I'm even about to buy some some more stuff to make it easier. Hey, and with that being so, said, they can answer, like they can address some of the issues we talk about on yeah. the podcast this episode before or yeah, any episode that they choose. Yeah, because some of the episodes we can we can be on it with them. Yeah, or kind of we don't, or we don't have to be there. Yeah, and just kind of bridge, kind of keep the dialogue flowing and open, keep that yep. line of discussion. Whatever we talk about, hey, what y'all think? Just keep it going, or yeah. whatever you got that's different, and we'll chime in the episode after. Yeah, and it's also going, and I'll probably introduce it with me being on it, or both of us can be on it, and we both free, and we can whatever time they available is how I'll do it, and then kind of introduce it in that way. And they they're gonna see how how complicated it is to kind of do this. I think this is easier for us because we're used to being behind a mic. Yeah, and anyway, doing yeah. and this I don't think people understand that part. So you can you can get behind a mic and talk, but it's weird at first. Yeah, 
and once it's weird you have to start getting used to it and then once you get used to it you can start concentrating on what you're saying yeah because can't concentrate on what you're saying when you're trying to think about hey how you <laughs> doing this hey that's the reason why this is so easy because especially for me and you because for y'all that don't know like man you've been doing this for like what 20 years now almost <laughs> like <Shoot>. actually <laughs> we and been, I was telling somebody this the other day like, we've been doing this for a minute bro you you and Shot and Matt were doing it before I was doing it Shot and Matt made me do it but I ain't gonna front like the first time I got behind a mic I was with you like we was in your apartment we was in your house you had the uh, computer mic the gray joint that was it was like a computer mic it was the old school gray joint yeah, the, the one my brother broke yeah we was rapping on that but that was my first time getting behind the mic and it's like it's kind of like it's crazy because it's 20 years later but almost later and we still doing the same thing just with better equipment <laughs> yeah it's I, I i remember that era but i had to yeah that mic came from like office depot office max or something like that and it was like super old and my brother snapped that joint in half that's how cheap it was yeah but yeah, he snapped that mic right half and then slid it down by the side of the disc. And I was just like, did you just break my mic? Yeah. <laughs> you do know what we were using there, right? But yeah, that, that was, it's been a long time. But yeah, you got to get used to it. And then once you get used to it, then everything else kind of work out. But yeah, so. people, people going to start getting getting a chance to to do it and get a chance to see how awkward it can be. Cause we, I'm act, we're acting when we doing this. We act like, hey, we own already. We've been doing this. Hey, so it's, it's, it's so it's so comfortable. It's like we've been like we really have been doing this. Like yeah, with all the mixtapes and the music, we uh, we've been doing this. Like we got like bodies yeah. of work. But speaking of that, what's first? Cause you know I'm on a killer. I'm on yeah, I'm so on Robert Kelly, man. We really only got two two topics to talk about to to kind of make this first episode not as long but still productive. Yeah. So, yeah, the first thing is Kelly, cause, cause, the, the whole Kelly situation. I mean, everybody knows Kelly going in. He, Kelly finna go inside. Everybody I see the memes going up. Everybody talking about it. My my thing about with Kelly is, it's like, yeah, the dude. What he did. What he did from the beginning. Everybody was already like he weird. He a freak. He whatever. Everybody had they, their their thing they were saying about him. Understand. But outside of that, I was kind of like, Kelly, we already knew. We we made the jokes and stuff back in the day. Before the yeah. internet was jumping, before there was Facebook, before there was all of that, everybody made the jokes about R. Kelly being a pedophile. The, the 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 rumors was really turning to be fact about him trying to marry Aaliyah or actually marrying Aaliyah. The parent her parents getting angry and upset about that breaking that whole situation up. Now Aaliyah's parents probably are the biggest. I don't even. I guess I call heroes or the people who were doing the right thing at that time. They did the right thing. Yeah. They said no, we're not doing this. You're 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 not gonna marry my daughter. You're not finna be a pedophile out here around my daughter, and I know about it. That's not finna happen. And they shut the little situation down. Aaliyah went on to have her own career, and her career was fine. You know what I'm saying? Then you had these other people who just wanted to get their kids on, and they pimped their kids out. They pimped their daughters out to R. Kelly. 
her for whatever <laughs> little fake promises or whatever he said he was going to do or whatever they knew was going to happen whatever they possibly got paid to do it whatever it was and to his people that were by his side that were going out and getting these girls you know what i'm saying and feeding his his what people would say sickness or feeding his his fetish sexual fantasies for his sexual fantasies yeah. for, for messing with these little girls yeah. they were feeding it they were everybody was assisting with it yeah and uh and i guess like one thing i, I some people agree with me on some of the women who were kind of going against it they did agree that everybody need to go to jail if you were involved you were there yeah. you were assisting you need to go to jail too because not such, just kelly and it's such a high profile case that you can't just let these folks slide and this man is getting this he finna look at the sentencing i guess we gotta wait see how much time he finna get now yeah. but come on man like this is a this is a man that's done a lot yeah, like a lot, this ain't just your i guess you could say make like because people say well it makes no difference if it's your average person on the street or if it's R. Kelly, yes, it does. That's because your average person on the street that does it, like I said, well, if that's the case, then it's a lot of men need to get brought to trial. Because it's a lot of women that say that they've been, you know, had that happen to them. But the difference is R. Kelly is world known all over the world. So look at the message that they're sending to young black girls and young black men. Yep. Well, like, dang, bro, we danged if we do. Dang, Dang if we, we don't. don't. And to the black and then this is another thing that I would like some of the women to look at. What do you think your young daughters, who do you think they're looking at? You think they looking at other 14, 15 year old boys? No, they not. They looking at what you looking at. Main reason cause that's what you looking at. And yep. that's what you bringing around them all the time. You dressing them in a way that older men are gonna look at them more so than the younger guys. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So be mindful of that while you talking so bad about the men. Check yourself and how you guard your daughters in the first place. If you know what's up, if it didn't happen to you before, so you say, then you should be overprotective, double, triple protective of yours. Yeah, it's like it's... Because it's, it's, think about it. Who lets their daughter go meet? Like you said, this we've been knowing this from back in the day. Been. So if you bring in your daughter to go see R. Kelly, come on now. <laughs> if she look beautiful, you know she's beautiful. She's your daughter, so you know she's beautiful. Yep. Why are you finna take her to go see a man that you know like young girls and yep. leave her? Because that's what all of the girls that went on trial said happened. Yep. We went to the, our parents took us to me, R. Kelly. Stop it right they there. Knew, they knew Stop what right we there. knew. They yeah. knew what we knew. Stop it. Yeah, exactly. They knew what we knew. He liked young girls. If I'm the judge, shut up right there. Please, bring <laughs> me the parents up here right now. Oh, R. Kelly, we could deal with you later. Give me the parents. What in the world? <laughs> what is, uh, what's her name from the uh, court TV show in the mornings? Judge. Uh, the white judge lady. Oh, that's, that, that is Judge Judy. Yeah, wh where is she at? Cause she gonna tell you, look, come on, y'all. Where your mom at? <laughs> Common sense. Common sense. This man, you you know everything, cause black people, just like talk about black Twitter now. Back in the day, you didn't even need Twitter. All black people knew the same thing. Yeah. We all had the same idea. We all had the same information. We, we know. know what's up. We know what's up. You knew, 
and you decided to let your child go with this man. And it, like you said, Where? everybody that was involved knew the manager that said, yeah, hey, I'm going to introduce you to her. The whoever knew about it, watched the door and let it happen. You see what I'm saying? If you want to be thorough with it. Including the people, and I ain't saying they supposed to go to, they need to go to jail, but including the people who gave accounts of catching him with Aaliyah. That's what I'm saying. They may not have agreed with it, but you didn't say nothing either, either yeah. because you would get paid. So yeah. you just like, damn, I been around and saw this man with this little girl. And <laughs> just, just like left. you said, and just like you said, it never was supposed to be a TP2.com, which is in my eyes. Never idea, wasn't supposed in to be. My, in my eyes, one of his greatest bodies of work ever. But like you said, because he's been supposed to been in jail in the then car. if that the case he's supposed to already been in jail but no yeah, he, he was it. the hottest r&b singer in the game at that time and they said look this man raking in millions on millions on millions he cannot go to jail just like snoop snoop's supposed to been in jail murder was the case that they gave him you remember yeah, that sure was. <laughs> but yeah, snoop yeah. was hot at the time so he beat the case right, okay why because it was money involved money involved. it's only now they ain't doing that no more they locking these boys up because there's more money in them locking you up now and yeah. you making records. Big business. Big business and locking you up now. So nowadays you try that old stuff and go out here and pop somebody if you want to, they're going to lock you up. Yeah. But that's what they doing out here now. They ain't got time to play with you no more. Yeah, it's, I just that's think what they doing to R. Kelly. See, now back in the day they let him slide because he was making yeah, millions. But, nah, but the money ain't coming in like that no more, Robert. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so everybody started blowing the whistle that, on you then. That, the parents too. It, it's not just blowing the whistle. It's the fact that now everybody is outraged. Not 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 just the people who were closer to him, but just the just the the citizens, the people, and everybody's outraged. But back then, they weren't really outraged. People people were more so joking about it. You gotta think about it. Back then, everybody would just be like, "Man, you better keep keep your daughter away from R. Kelly." And it was just it was a joke. They knew, but it was it was more more of a joke. It wasn't nobody was outraged. They were outraged because the media got outraged. Not outraged. And I'm gonna say this: it's something that people we overlook things. You remember the interview that the two girls did when it first popped off, and they did with Gail. The same one that R, uh, R. Kelly did, but they came on before he did. The two girls, the light skin girl and the dark skin girl. I, I, I honestly Man, never paid attention. Bro, if you can insert that clip somewhere and just find it, them girls flat out told the truth. And I mean, everybody just act like these girls is just like they was being manipulated and told to say that. I'm like, yeah, to give can, me a rundown. What, what? Man, both the girls, when it first popped off, right, mm -hmm. the two girls came on uh, the interview with Gail. And she tried to get all in their business about what was going on with them and you know yeah, R. Kelly. Yeah, the wrong questions, Gail. Yeah, you know that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? That interview. So them girls basically said this: Our daddy brought me to the concert backstage to meet R. Kelly to sing "Woo Woo." Left me there. Left her there. <laughs> Who do that? First off, with them, she was in the studio. I guess they probably brought her back home or however that went. Day, she said we stayed I stayed with our kid I moved in with him she said she was about 15 at the time she said I ain't gonna lie I was about 15 at the time she stayed with our Kelly but she said this he didn't touch her until she was legal age now that makes sense to me because our Kelly ain't stupid. you helping her was doing the same thing exactly so that makes sense to me like our Kelly ain't stupid he know he already been in the media the news for being a pedophile you know peeing on little girls so he better watch it but he still got a fetish. He got a problem. Yeah, he got Because he told us he had a problem. So these parents are bringing him these daughters in the name of 
my daughter can sing get her music career so he's looking at it like exactly. cool uh y'all bringing me talent this is talent i'm just a a and r artist looking for talent oh well so but they stand with him and you know R. Kelly probably got five houses coming come on <laughs> like you living in one of his houses with him come on it ain't like he just got one house so they living with him in in one of his houses you just gonna say that he, he probably ain't hardly there he's R. Kelly he on the road exactly. but that's why I believe him when they said he didn't really touch us like that you are Kelly you on the road you got plenty of women everywhere but you got these women at the house he want fresh bodies yes yours that you know are virgins Cause they ain't going nowhere, they ain't doing nothing. You got them on the 24 hour surveillance, they being watched. So that's what I guess they mean by sex trafficking. Cause he got them at a home, but yeah, just like that girl said, it wasn't like they were hostage. They mama them acting like all on TV crying, talking about, they ain't they seen my daughter. Home. I ain't seen my daughter. I just want to see her. She being held captive. That girl said, mama, please. You ain't talk to me cause I ain't sent you no but money. You, it's just <laughs> like what happened to Kelly Price. Come on, cause you know, Kelly Price was so-called missing. Mm-hmm. For a minute, and the whole situation was she she basically had COVID, yeah. And the husband was like, "Well, I'm trying to take care of her, and I don't really want y'all all up in the house." Mm-hmm. And you know, how everybody get overly aggressive when it comes to COVID. It's like yeah. we don't want you here because she got COVID, but everybody want to get in there. Yeah. I don't want their last moments to be without me. Yeah. But she got COVID. You better have your last moment oh, if you come in here. So bigger. the dude was kind of like keeping her away. No, I guess keeping the family away from her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she till she got better, he was like, I'm trying to treat her and everything. I've been with her, so I might have it. So I don't we don't want to give it to you. This this is how I'm seeing it. No. And that's probably what he did. But because he was keeping them at the house, they went and filed a missing persons report. <laughs> and she said at the house, they this is like, hey. Extra. Hey man, what you I can't imagine it being me looking at TV like, man, what the f- you know what I'm saying like yeah. bro I told y'all I don't want y'all over here cause she got COVID man she, she's sick you know I ain't no COVID we're gonna be this serious <laughs> on her I just don't want y'all coming over here and y'all pull this because y'all feel like I'm over here stabbing her in the throat or yeah. something but she alive she yeah, here ain't nothing wrong with her y'all she ain't dead yeah, yeah but like. that's, that's how I think about like R. Kelly and them girls like those girls decided that you know hey you left me here you know what I'm saying you want left me backstage yeah. or whatever then he got with me but guess what? My singing career stuff didn't really take off. Yeah. I can't really sing as well as you thought I could. Yeah. However, I found a new gig being one of his girls up it, in the house. And that's, right. you might well see the interview then because that's where the interview went. Because yeah. it was like, that's basically what the girl said. Like, okay, I'm not a singer, but I'm R. Kelly's girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm I'm his woman. Like New gig. Makes money. with me. I'm Takes straight. Takes care of me. Yeah, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that was straight for then because she was basically saying, well, like what else did you want to do and like the girl was like this is what i'm doing for right now until that <laughs> roll out then i do something else like come on i'm on the train i'm on the ride for right now yeah, you know and, and the deal is the ride, now know? his money runs out these girls gonna move on they gotta I got go, to they go, gotta go somewhere else. okay well, it's, it's, it's messed up it's it's, what it was it's messed up because it's kind of like they're dependent on r kelly but see, now they, r kelly gone now they gotta do they gotta start over but i'm like these parents are at fault you started this and he's not getting charged with rape he's getting charged with racketeering and sex trafficking that's what that's what i mean by he was holding them against their will for sex but he really wasn't because yeah. the parents gave them over to him basically they even said one of the parents just basically gave him power just signed over the rights to him 
Yeah. That, so it's kind of like, yeah, somebody, come yeah. on, like, what I are we doing? That. Like, this man is guilty of, I guess, but then they saying that they were underage, but he's not, if that's the case, then he's not getting charged with that. He's getting charged with sex trafficking. Yeah, I saw but that. We, I saw but that see, specific. they putting it out there as if he's a pedophile, and he's not. Because most of these girls are saying, R. Kelly didn't really have sex with me until I was like 18. So come on. like, But it's the fact that this, he was holding them. This man got probably eight houses. How many houses or apartments this man can get? He's rich. That's probably where all his money was going. <laughs> you know yeah, for tall and damn business. Stuff like that he was doing. But come on. He's not going out finding 14 year old girls and sleeping with them. Yeah, and like, and that's what I feel bad for him for. He's getting that reputation is now, he's going out finding little young girls and having sex with them. I'm gonna tell you, really not I'm gonna tell case. you what probably that's happened to him. Case, you know he, I think he was changing his rules over time. How he was dealing with these girls. That's what I think doing. he probably did slip up one time. You know how these girls will come out? Oh, I'm 18. Yeah, and, and I think he did have a situation. I think he possibly did yeah, have a situation. One of them did of say that that she was like, yeah, she may have been 17. You know what I'm saying When it popped off like yeah. that Cause she probably You know But like you said They was lying yeah. So he But when you do that You get caught up in games like that But you brought up some Hugh Hefner Wow oh, man He did How all the they time think, What do they think These girls were doing Down there at the, at the, at the Bunny Ranch just out in there serving folks coffee and tea. <laughs> like, said what they thought. What they what they waitresses or something? No, come on. That bro. man was dying and doing doing the do that. And we ain't even gonna talk about the Epstein because we saw how that played out real fast. That guy that came the whole Epstein stuff. Man, that, that Ep- stuff came and went so fast like it never happened. Like what? Now talk, <laughs> now speaking of that. They got that, quiet on that. That situation is way bigger. That's bigger than a musician. That that situation there, you talking about it's the same stuff that you talk about, like with MJG talk about how the mayor he he was serving girls yeah. to the mayor. That small time, yeah. it's it's like that times a thousand. Yeah. Because now you talking about presidents, senators, and senators, and governors, and congressmen. Like you you talking Judges, about for people real. billionaires, the the business owners, just like how they call uh what's his name with the Patriots. Oh yeah. Um, I think your name. I sure be so many names. But yeah, but they when they got him, but that it's 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 a larger it's a larger scale. And the thing is, them these dudes always get off. These cats get off because they run the country. And that is this is your country. These billionaires, the one percent runs this country. Yeah. Don't nobody else run it. And that's stuff that's you want to talk about. Like you said, that's small time. Where when you got you can go over to an island, and it may be. 14 year old 13 year old girls boys robert craft yeah robert craft you go over there and it's just whatever you want to do with them let's just be honest like they there to serve, like they don't know nothing else but that you want to talk see. about slaves or sex trafficking that's what that is yeah they get paid to do that why because you got billionaires that's got money for that so then you got artists like that's what Tupac was blowing the whistle on with this Illuminati stuff. Like, man, this Hollywood stuff and what y'all think it is. Like, y'all yep. think everybody's so holy and sweet. But he was getting over there talking about Quincy Jones. Was like, yeah, you want to be with my daughter? You got to do me first. Like, whoa. <laughs> what you talking about, bro? Like, this is how we do it. And he looking at it like, huh? 
that's not how we do it where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, some different stuff. But then you realize if you really want the money, you have to play a certain game. And it's like everybody know you dress up like a woman or play a gay role, you win there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So all of that stuff, they were talking about this sick and Sodom and Gomorrah type stuff. Well, you have to play games like that in Hollywood if you want to advance somewhere to get to be in Hollywood. Nah, I said it best. This this game is like, like to enter here, it's like going through customs. Like they got to check you first. Yeah. You're not just finna get on TV if they ain't checked you first. You know what I'm saying? You ain't finna get no show on a major network unless you like you go through customs. That's what he was saying. Like, you got to kind of get checked first before they just let you be a celebrity. Like, nah. Do you play by the rules? Is you, you know, that's why webbing them? Nah. <laughs> he couldn't get them. like, they bad him for BET. Like, you can't even come up here no more. Like, y'all ain't the type of hip-hop stars we want. Y'all don't play by the rules like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's what Tupac was saying with the Illuminati. Like, it ain't what you think it is. Like, it's some sick stuff that go on out here in the industry. Like, if you really want to get to this status of Pimp C, there, yeah, Pimp was the same yeah, way. Like, out here. Yeah, like Pimp. <laughs> and then you see what happened to these guys that talk like that. Yeah, it got they rid disappear of them. for some reason. Something happened to them. Tupac talked like that. Now he gone. You know what I'm saying? Pimp C was start out, man. That was so sad. Like when Pimp got out of jail, he was talking so he was talking so different. That's why David Banner was like, man, he was like, soon as Pimp got out, he was different. Like it wasn't the same Pimp that went in. Like when Pimp got out, he was always on some stuff like that. But he was like, when Pimp got out, he was on some other stuff, other stuff. Like he, he was talking, yeah, he was exposing stuff. Like he started talking about Atlanta, like all that gay stuff that was down there. In Atlanta at the time, Atlanta was the hottest spot for music. And he was like the reason why these major labels are catering to these gay stuff, to this gay stuff. So they spending money on you if you a gay rapper. Now look, <laughs> now look at the game. Look at now the game look at now. Look at the game now with all. Look at the the clothes now. If Pimp was here, Pimp would probably just be slapping. I tried to rappers. tell you. <laughs> he would be slapping the rapper. Take that monkey shit off. You embarrassing yeah, us. But yeah, exactly. You <laughs> embarrassing us. That's why he said Atlanta ain't the South. Ain't no way. Y'all out here acting he like this. Y'all dressing like this on all this weird stuff and all this crazy stuff. But y'all want to say y'all with us. He tried to warn us. He tried to tell us. And that's why they got rid of him. Like, who is that? Hold on. Y'all hear Pimp? Because the white people hear what you be saying. Y'all hear Pimp in the interview? What? On, on, play it. They sit in their office in their suits. Look on it. Yeah, huh? You got young thug out okay. here in a whole wedding dress. That whole might have been like, man, what the hell? I tried to tell y'all. And look man. at these NBA players now. Russell oh, Westbrook bullshit. And, and they do that know, shit on purpose And they do it Cause they get paid to do it Russ will pay you X amount of dollars To wear this to the game ha tonight. Have you ever you realized it on. <laughs> Realize this shit The shit that they pay These motherfuckers to wear Is not for sale anywhere Anywhere Who you wear that Not even in the most High price dollar store Like you go to New York there's these little shops that are like exclusive shops so they go in and buy these clothes and everything high as fuck. That shit ain't even in there. It ain't even in there. They paying them. It's like, like what the fuck is that? That's just bullshit to make your ass look stupid. If you coming in, if you an NBA player, you sitting in the dressing room or whatever, you getting ready for the game or you uh, in your hotel room for the game start, you getting ready to go. Designer come in, doom, doom, doom. Hey, Russ, we got people aging one. Who? Man, I want you to wear this tonight. 40 bands get through on the bed 
Put it on. Send this to my mama. You know what I'm saying? No way these niggas, <laughs> no way these niggas looking at that shit before they put it on. Nah, they just putting it and on, and, put walk, it on. and then the camera it, take the picture, then they take it off. It's a it's a it's a system of either you're gonna choose your self respect or you're gonna choose his money. And it's like, damn, like nigga, you don't get paid enough from the league itself to just be like, nah, I'm good. Nigga, and Kwame Brown brought that shit up. Yeah, and Kwame is. Brown was like, he was like, man, I was a, he was like, honestly, I was a victim of the same shit. Like, he was like, either you, what, I forgot the words he was using. Like, either you bit that bullet or, you know, you can play this game and you're not going to play this game. You know, you got, like, if you're not going to play the game, you still had to be quiet. Yeah. Because if you start talking, we'll get you the fuck out. And he was basically saying that's how his career lasted so long. Yep. His even though people felt like he couldn't hoop, his career lasted longer. He just stayed he quiet. Just shut up. Yeah, he ain't never he said that. I stayed quiet. I'm seeing the bullshit, but I'm gonna stay quiet. Paul you know Pierce the same so, thing. You heard what Paul Pierce been saying now lately since he 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 started to speak out. Now he was like, Look, man, it's only certain things that they that you can say. On yeah. there, so he like you have to talk about LeBron. Like he like there's only like you can only talk about certain you players, and you can't talk bad. Like you can't say bad things about certain players, or they are kind of you know you gonna have these shows. Like you have to you know kind of cater along to what they want, like to the script. Yeah, they they, they, they want to play it. for you. They want you to do certain things. Like they probably they wanted to use Paul Pierce to start shit with LeBron and do yeah. shit like that, and it was just kind of like. All right, man, I'm at this. You know, like y'all playing games now. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah, that shit happens though. That shit, that that's the listening to Kwame Brown. I, I it's like I take more to what he says because he's one of those lower totem pole players who like, man, I ain't got nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, I'm just telling y'all the truth. Like, this is how the game used to work. Yep. This is how niggas did shit, and this is just how it still is it's it's growing he like it started when i was in the league but it's growing now yeah. and you see the i mean you see the bullshit we see the shit westbrook out here wearing fucking skirts and shit like niggas out here doing this dumb shit like bro you can't buy that shit in no fucking store this is just some shit to make your ass look dumb they like you gonna play the game play the game then thanks yeah, and james harden the same way you same nigga saying? that nigga out here in, in cloth this regular cloth this rags and it's <laughs> like like I was saying at work all of it takes away us as men being men like it's too many men that acting like women now so it's kind of like with the women <laughs> they look at us like dang so that makes them but they still want a man so when they go seeking a man they get us but yet they put us in a position where we have to get work. Half of you. Yeah, and we have to do so much to prove. It's like we'll never get there because it's like we so devout. Like, because the men that achieve that seem to be done achieve something are all like they take all our heroes and ball them up. So yeah. who are we as little men? That's why I said it does. It's a difference between R. Kelly because he's a big known celebrity. So what does that look like for us? not have reached his level of financial status or just whatever status you want to say as a as a human being so it's like dang if they say he out here doing it of yeah. course they gonna feel like i do it or you would do it or this guy do it you're all capable you're all capable it. of doing it because the men that's supposed to be so such great men are, are like this but like no, bill cosby he was out here doing it so it's like they try to put this young boys us. have no yeah. man to look up to and say hey that's a man. 
But that's, oh, that's a man that's, I, I, I can want to emulate. And women have like, okay, there's no good in me. That's why they'll say, yeah, that's why they think we all are capable of that for the most part. But in the same sense, though, we know Caucasian men are, they do, they do this. We, we know we, this. <laughs> we, are, we are creatures of, well, I ain't gonna say we're, that's not, that's not our initial feeling, but let's just say, like, we go back to slavery. Since then, we pretty much, we got beaten into submission about by these people and remember when i was telling you in a previous episode like how we we went out and you either chose to do right and try to build and start over or when they left slavery they if they didn't choose to build and start over they decided to try to emulate what their masters did to them yeah but do it to other black people because they couldn't do it to other white people they do it to other black people they were pimping came so they learned learned from what happened to them and then they passed it down generation to generation and it just became like the norm so and that's kind of one of those things with with black men who do like younger girls and that where you can manipulate them because white men used to marry younger girls because they can manipulate them now even in africa they marry younger girls but those girls are not being manipulated they're raised to be more mature earlier like a lot of the girls uh 15 16 years old can cook know how to take care of the family know how to do all that they they know a lot more than our 15 16 year olds here in america they uh, they are like they're childlike you know what i'm saying 15 16 years old their bodies are growing but their mind is still childlike yeah. and they they're very reckless very like i was telling you the story earlier yeah. that girl that is younger she talks like she mature like she knows she's talking about but she's very reckless she doesn't under, understand the problems with it and she's just reckless and see i'm glad you said that i'm gonna say something and i hope i don't get in trouble for it i'll be getting in trouble sometimes oh, yeah, man. but uh, um in the next few years i ain't gonna say next few years because it's really here now and because i heard it was a girl on the um it was just a little clip i heard on the internet she was saying that she's sick of grown men that really want little girls she was like why don't y'all want grown women which y'all would rather have a little girl and i'm i'm saying that because most men don't want no grown woman you too grown like because most women are set in their ways i'm saying it like they've been through so many relationships yeah they've been through so many relationships that they can't like you see what I'm saying like they expect a certain way and uh, for some men that's too much like now they say be his peace some women don't know how like they are stress themselves out trying to be your peace <laughs> you see what I'm saying because they couldn't deal with yeah, us I'll be devil's advocate <clears throat> they can not deal with us because we come I, with a lot too yeah I agree you know what with I'll, I'll agree with you that a lot of men don't want to go to a certain age or a certain personality you see what i'm saying that's what i mean but, by that but when because, i say a narcissist like it's how you say a narcissist or whatever because honestly i got a situation going on myself and i before i typed out the entire words i wanted to search for on google that's what it gave me it was almost <laughs> like google knew Nigga, we know you're going through it, bro. Like, we tell you we what's going you. on. Read we this article, <laughs> and it and it and it was everything that my mama had been telling me to do to try to avoid this situation with this woman, with my ex. Mm. And in that article, it kept saying, "Be polite as possible. 
avoid confrontation like everything that she was saying i was like oh so she's a narcissist that's what i'm dealing with and it's like um men don't want that and typically what happens is uh let's just say you 38 39 years old you start talking to a woman that's 45 46 years old that's what women say grown women they don't mean people for whatever a woman can be three two years younger than you and they like oh you got a little young girl no she's still within my age range but if you were to get somebody older typically they have developed and i think i feel like you can develop being a narcissist i I don't know if you just born like that you can develop that because she may have been previously divorced or broken up past relationships and now she's like i'm important I That's run everything, and when I get in this relation, the next relationship I get in, if I this get in what one, I want, this is what I I'm want having, this. this is what I'm I not going to tolerate. Exactly. This is what I'm they not going to go narcissists. for. And a man walking into that situation is like, "Whoa, you got too many rules, expectations." Yeah, he like, "Hey, I just want to have a relationship. Like, like I, I just want to be like, happy. Yeah, can you I be just happy? be the man? You know what I'm saying? And you be my piece, but it's, they can't because they have so many expectations from you as a man to fulfill." And it's like most men, we do our best to fulfill that. Yeah, but try to make it happy. But it'll never be enough because yeah, we've already exactly. signed up to be like, because they can't submit to that. Like a woman, they, like that's a word they throw out here. Yeah, I submit if you know how to lead properly. I never understood that because once you get with me, you've chosen to submit in a way. If not, why even bother with the relationship? Yeah. That's why they say don't, you have to date with a purpose. Are we about to get married or are we just out here dating? Because if you dating, you better make your mind up real fast because if not, it's going to start, to, you're going to go through things. Start to get real, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're going to go through it in a way, but you you have to make your mind up is we gonna stick with this or Super we just gonna yeah because if not you'll start to see because you'll start to get to know her that's why they say once you move in with a person you'll get to kind of get to get, know them really, you really get i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna be dealing with and see that's when you realize that dang maybe is this really what i want because sex are kind of that's why you have to watch it with the sex because sex will blind everything for the longest but like i said once you really have to get okay you done got the sex out the way you kind of know how you make each other feel now all right now you got to deal with this person and see what this person wants but to do in life <laughs> yeah and see what this person wants to do in life on an everyday basis and does it match up with what i'm trying to do in life on an everyday basis and then you'll start to see conflict it's kind of like if she say look i want to go back to school and do this you might not want her to go back to school you might want her to stay at the house and take care of the children so her going off to school might make you nervous you know what i'm saying you don't want her to go for obvious reasons yeah. so if she going that means time apart so frustration may come in so you have to kind of see what you want to do in life so get in line with each other so we got to understand it that's why i say sometimes men will want a girl that's maybe younger that hasn't went through all of that and love is kind of more easier because think about it if a, if a girl's younger and she falls in love with a guy it may be her first love like that so if he's a good guy on if he got good intentions so she's going to give him all of her without no restrictions you see what i'm saying and he knows that because there's never been nobody else that done lied and broke her heart and disappointment and disappointment so he's like as long as he continues it the right way he'll feel like well i'm gonna be the one that's gonna be in her life and that's how it'll be yeah. And that's a more healthier relationship for a person rather than to go through so much trauma, so much heartache. Let me tell you something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let me bring this into it too. And then we're going we gonna to get the second. And see, I knew this would happen. 
That's why I said on the two topics. This good do. though, cause this is a good first one. This is a good first one, cause we kind of. So this is my thing about. So and I'm adding this in because me and Charlotte may had this conversation. Uh, this we were up at Gatlinburg when when you didn't come. We wanted you to. We wanted yeah, you to be I there. Can, I can roll. But so we we go to Gatlinburg up there. And we were having this conversation sitting in the truck. We had been drinking. We had literally drunk like a, I don't know what the hell it was, 32 ounce beer can, whatever that big ass beer can was. We were sitting there drinking and we were getting ready to go like zip lining. Mm-hmm. And we sitting there having a conversation about like how we look at women now. It's, it's different because we both were going into new relationships from our exes. And, you know, we both been married and we both separated. So, and it's like, we sitting there having conversations about like, things like this we think about relationships so much it's such a different way now you know what i'm saying we we're not looking at relationships like okay yeah the person just looks like this or look like that or whatever we now like we have to think about everything so the deal is there's a lot that we think about now and so he was like he forgets about looks sometimes looks are not everything to him anymore he was like bro you gotta think about just peace in general first like yeah. he said man if that person makes me feel peaceful he said i gotta goddamn consider this might be cool it might be a cool little relationship right here i might want to talk to her and that's how i told him i said that's 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 the way we have to be now you damn near have to just fall into a perfect situation because you may not get everything yeah. you know what i'm saying so you just kind of deal with it as you can because your whole thing is like, man, I'm old. I, I've been in previous relationships and I look at some cats like, oh man, I got a bad chick. I don't know how peaceful they are though. Like, I don't know if you in a situation where it's, it's, it's more peaceful than your previous relationships or are you more stressed out now? You just went for the looks. <laughs> Cause it's kind of like, I, I feel like getting all of it in one, either you knew this person previously sometime or you just acting like you peaceful yeah and i'm gonna say this too looks um i'm um, deceiving yeah and it's so much that go on like a lot of people so concerned about their looks not just women men too like want to be like so fly and but that's not that that's cool you know nobody wants to be bummy out here or whatever but i'm gonna just regular when you're now. looking for the significant <laughs> other man the looks are so overrated nowadays because you shot it right because man i swear you need that piece because it's always going to be somebody out here that's a little finer or a little more yeah. handsomer than the person you you like i mean it's a trillion people in this world and constantly being born that you ain't never seen that you ain't never seen so of course you may walk out in the store or the mall and look around and say good lord that's a very beautiful person i've never seen nobody look like that okay fine that may be something for somebody else so you go find you somebody that's beautiful too but you can connect with on a on a mental scale yeah. that's okay because that person may be beautiful but everyone might beat you tell i'll never get time i was in mall with my sister <laughs> i was in mall with my sister and uh she was with one of her friends and uh some guy came around and she was like hey girl who is that and she was like oh girl you don't know that's such and such she used to talk to what's her name 
and the girl was like, oh, girl, he's so fine. And the girl was like, yeah, he going to beat your tail, though, because <laughs> you don't know. He, don't, he, he like to beat old with him. He to beat old girl tail. So, all right, yeah, he might be fine, but let you know, he may beat your tail if you get with him, so you be on the lookout. So that's what I'm saying. Cats like that back in the day. Yeah, so these women out here, you be looking at these guys like, Dang, I want to get because he sold his. All right, they get sure his eyes. Yeah, you sure you want to <laughs> get with him? You know what I'm saying? Because he might beat your tail after a couple months. You get too close to him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He might be. You see what I'm saying? If you're yeah. looking for that, if you're looking for that, but some like nowadays people ain't looking for no marriage or no looking for no, they looking for a hookup or a situationship. I call them now. Yeah, Somebody that can make. Never that can benefit anywhere. them it, Like if it's convenient for them Like people looking for a convenience And that's not a marriage That's not like a convenience is Okay I guess that's part of a relationship You do want somebody that's a convenience for you You don't want nobody that's inconvenient But it's more of a I don't really just Shit, We all got life though Yeah but you, you can get a convenience with anybody With a, plenty of people I can get a convenience with five, six, seven, eight, nine different people Because they convenient and that's why that's what's going on out here like a lot of people are just convenient with each other like yeah it's so many like the dating world is crazy to me now because you got people that's like married but they have so many just situations going on or not even married just in relationships but they have friends like People have exes and friends just everywhere now. So it's like when you get with somebody, you they have baggage. Even if they don't have children, they have baggage. Because they have exes here. Most women have this ex, that ex, the guy that they were just sleeping with. But they're still communicating with everybody. Social media has made it so that everybody's available. You never lose contact unless yeah. they decide to block you. Because see, back in the day, it was either you have my phone number and my address or you don't. Like no. nowadays, you don't even have to have nobody's phone number. Like you can just go on Facebook, create an account, look them up, and message them. Yeah. Unless they have the messages blocked. Like you said, unless you've blocked everything, but most people's stuff open, just, hey, what's up? How are you? Just a random person. You can do that now. Back in the day, if you didn't have a number, you couldn't do that. So social media then took the, I think social media kind of messed dating up all the way. Yeah. Like it just messed dating up because social media you can date like they have apps just for dating now you know what i'm saying like crystal mingle meet.com <laughs> farmers mingle yeah you got uh you know all these black like you just get on there and just meet people to date so it's kind of like it just took dating like it took the whole walk up to a woman Get the Noah thing. It removed the genuine it, part of the genuine. Yeah, there's not. It's nothing genuine no more. So it's kind of like that took relationships and black families. I think because we have to look at that. That took our families and just kind of them because it it made families a look like social media in general. That's why a lot of parents don't have time to take care of children like that because we always like this. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I'm partaked in it, but you know. It it's kind of like something that you have to start as long as you can and long like as long as you can admit to it, realize it, and kind of be like, all right, I gotta shift away from that. So, all right, let's let's get to the second topic before we. Okay, this this, this is a good one, but yeah, that that that's this we talking about black family again, and that's that's gonna be a topic all every oh, time. Yeah, we always start from relationships and then run into how it affect everything. 
We're going to have to hit it again next one. We, we, we'll hit it again. Yeah. But on this next thing. So I was on the scene. Uh, this is my Firefighter Chronicles. Or whatever it is. Firefighter I was Chronicles. on the scene of the mass shooting at Kyville. So actually I was the first from my department to actually get on the scene. So, and I don't, I don't work for Kyville. Kyville, that's where the call was. You heard about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't work for Kyville, but my department was like the second ones that actually got there or whatever. So, it, it's crazy because that was my first time making something like that. You know, of course, like, uh, shoot, most firefighters in this in this country haven't made anything like this. And I'm going to try to keep from saying certain stuff. There were some, some things I don't know. I, I looked through the news, I didn't see it. So, and it's something that I know that I ain't gonna say because I don't know the legal stuff to it or whatever. But, man, I'm gonna tell you, making that scene, it was like, it was it was chaos. It was like, people running everywhere. And it, it was like, it's messed up because like, firefighters, man, we get used to doing what we do. So everything don't really affect me i don't know if that's a good thing or it's a bad thing I don't, you know i don't know where i i'm like mentally i feel like i'm okay but some people be like man you should feel something i'm like i don't <laughs> like this is what i do it's kind of like i never want to make kids and the first thing when i made that scene i wanted to make sure i didn't see no kids like this dude didn't shoot no kids did he and, it, and the thing was it was middle of the day during the week so it was older people like everybody was probably 60 and up all our patients we even made the lady olivia king olivia king was the woman that passed away she was the only person that died on the scene out of like shoot, 13 15 people that got shot or grazed or whatever but she, she was the only one that died and she was the first one we came in contact with because she was actually in the front of the store and her son put it out already uh, that she got shot in the chest and that was what we saw she had a wound straight through the chest she was already like crashing almost probably when we got to her so it was kind of messed up man like she was the only thing that bothered me because i saw her face and then to see her on news like, i was like man that was the woman we had and they was like yeah she died i was like damn you know what i'm saying I was just like you know i hope she's gonna live but she 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 died and then we had like a black lady in the she was like in the Delhi area. She tripped me out because she was clearly shot. You know what I'm saying? This is a shooting, it's a mass shooting. And one of the dudes, uh one of the EMTs asked her, Where are you hurting? <laughs> and she looked at him like <laughs> think he, you know what I'm hurting. She started laughing. I was like, oh, she, she, she good. You know, obviously she's straight. So we knew she was gonna be cool. She was joking about it or whatever, and they and they transported her out of there. But man, I was sitting there thinking like, you know, being on that scene or whatever. It, it was funny because we heard all the stories. Like we all were getting stories, like different pieces of the story. Cause one thing about when you when you're on the ambulance, which I'm I'm a driver now, I don't get on the ambulance anymore. But the people on the ambulance was getting all the stories on the way to the hospital. Like we had one that transported the manager of the store. We had one that transported the woman in the deli. Um, and so these people could talk and tell you what was what was happening. They told they told you know this is what happened man i heard the first shots at this time and then the dude did this and it was this person that did it so we already knew early 
kind of what the story was. So the dude ended up being this guy named uh, UK Thang, Asian guy. And they kept telling us that he was, oh, he did, he worked for Kroger, but he didn't work for Kroger. We didn't know what that meant. But he was a third party vendor. He was a sushi guy. You know how Kroger had the sushi people in the middle of the store. Mm-hmm. And they chop up the sushi. So they're not hired by Kroger. It's a third party company. It's kind of like you go to a basketball stadium and they have barbecue shops and all this stuff in there. They own they own their own places, but they just work inside the stadium. So this is a place that's inside of Kroger. And the dude had been like flipping out. They was like he had flipped out like weeks before already. Like cussing people out, flipping them off, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I'm gonna tell you what probably happened. So they probably thought dude bullshit. Cause he he, he an Asian guy. You a bad he coming like, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. And, and and fuck you. And, and you know, they probably was laughing and shit. They probably was, you know, tripping the fuck out. And it made me think about like that's some shit I probably need to teach DJ. Hey man, with everybody else laughing at somebody, be careful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because to like hearing the story from them, it, and it's probably not the accurate story, probably some other shit happened. Cause something else had to set this motherfucker off to come in the store shooting just in and everybody, not even caring. Mm-hmm. Something else had to set this dude off. But from that story, it's like it wasn't even worth it. It was kind of like, damn, you're gonna kill other people to kill yourself for that? Yeah, for what? Like that. And, and, and all it was, he got fired. Yeah. But you were the one flipping out, flipping people off and cussing people out. So I'm like, now I don't know what caused it. Maybe they were picking on you, joking with you every day. I don't know what they did. But I'm like, as a black person, like you talking about me is not gonna make me kill everybody in the store and then kill myself. I'm yeah, not going to it do ain't that. Ain't that like, serious? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You might but, come fight somebody or want to beat somebody up but yeah but you, know you ain't finna grab the assault rifle and just go to work on everybody just yeah. innocent people like you, right. know, you got some some deep going on with you the way you gonna just give it all up basically commit suicide and take everybody with you like that's end of the days like end of days for you yeah like, everybody gotta go including me like it's over with it's over with but they fired you like literally <laughs> when we got there they had already we didn't know at the time because we were kind of work working the front of the store, and that's kind of why they called us. Because everybody, the the other people, were all in the back, which is where he was, and um, there was a bunch of people hiding back there in like the garbage dumpster area. They were they were hiding, you know, people running. You know, on news they show you the guy on top of the building. That dude went up to the ceiling. He went up through the uh, the roof access and went up on top of the building <laughs> and put his hands up like, hey. I ain't the one doing it, but he but, in there. But I'd have been scared <laughs> to do that. I'd have been scared to do he, that. When I saw him on news, I said, bro, I, yeah, I probably would have went up there, but I would not have stood up and did this. They would pop, pop. <laughs> He's headed Drop. right for us. <laughs> Drop your <laughs> Lit your ass up. Right down to me. <laughs> yeah, he was a black dude. I'm oh, like, nigga, nah, you didn't man. think at all about this. You didn't really think like, I'm laying flat on the roof. Yeah. Like, laying flat like, You down. know the first thing that happened? So, fun. this, this was fun, fun, <laughs> what was funny to me. While we on the scene, I'm running around. We helping patients. We... I had a rookie with me. It was me, a lieutenant, uh, new, newer lieutenant, but me and him worked together. Me and worked together like for a long time since I've been on. But he just made lieutenant like this year. And we had a new guy that just got hired like a month ago. 
and we kind of like hey get the bag get this and we running around the store we like fucking just running around people hollering there's just so much shit going on because we didn't know where the shooter was mm-hmm. we like is he still here well we need to get our vest we get <laughs> our chief out here we ain't got no vest and you know I me mean? we had like a lot of shit going on but somebody was calling me my girl called me dad calling me so i'm something like what Hey, you know I'm on the scene right I can't answer my phone yeah. like so I just you know, I looked at my watch and I just like got called later she was actually calling me to see if I was there I was working overtime bro this was not even my normal shift day it had been chill for most of the day the call came in we headed to the call I saw some unmarked cars behind me I said oh shit I'm like man what the system say we got a computer in the, the truck and he said, man, this has an active shooter. I'm like, oh, shit. We ain't finna make that motherfucker first. Like, I ain't know, you know, Kyle was already there. So we pulled up, let them cars pass by us. And we pulled on up on the scene. I'm like, oh, this shit really fucking happened. When I saw the windows shot out and shit, I'm like, motherfucker, this shit really happened. It's a motherfucker laying in the parking lot. It's somebody laying in the door. It's somebody laying inside the store. They pointing out bodies and bringing people out. We like, oh, shit. That shit fucking... I was like, motherfucker, that shit really happened? Like, oh shit. Like, we were like, what the fuck? Like, we telling the new dude, man, grab the bag, grab this. We just finna try to help whoever we can help. So, you know, we kind of ran in that bitch blind. Like, if he was still in that shoe, we probably got shot. Cause we, like, we firefight. Like I said, some of Let's us see. used to the job. We Let's just see. do the shit. That's when you gotta have that one dude. That's where the rookie would have got you. Like, hold on, cuz. <laughs> man, where you supposed to have that at work? Where you get that, bro? Man, just in case, bro. Y'all be slagging out here, bro. Just go, 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 bro. Y'all go. Get that body, bro. Get that body up. I got you, go. CPR, CPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, man, let's talk to your head. <laughs> yeah. That's how to be in the mood. You like another 48 hours, bro. I'm talk to you. We get back to the station, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but uh, for right now, cover us. <laughs> yeah, but. Oh, I I didn't forget. So when she was calling me, she was trying to see if I was there because I guess we just try to check in, but I was there. So she, I guess she had figured out like that. He ain't answering his phone. Damn, I wonder if he there. Yeah, I'm here. And I'm fucking running around and shit. But um, the thing was, she heard that the dude on top of the building was sniping people in the parking lot. And that tripped me out because I said that dude could have got his ass fucking shot. You know what I'm <laughs> With all, you know, oh, the building just waiting for it. And like he's on top of the building, bah! dude. Just up there, like, oh, okay, he gonna make it easy for me. I'm gonna kill him later. <laughs> he just gonna stand there. Nah, matter of fact, I'm gonna get him back. Fire. It'd be fun to, to me. I thought about it, and I lay about it now, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> the time I was just like, damn, why people were spreading rumors? Like, all they saw on news rumors. was a guy on the building. I heard the nigga had the sniping motherfucker <laughs> on the building. <laughs> the dude, people don't make it up better. We have a man on the building, guys. Do you see him? Yes. There's an active shooter out here. All right, we'll be back at five. <laughs> like, man. oh, okay, that's the dude that's shooting on the building. And it was, it was fucked up because that nigga could have died. And then I understood, I understood why he did what he did. And he was in a moment where he had to make a split decision. Do I go ahead and tell him I'm here or do I hide and look like I'm the shooter? And I was just like, but damn, but if he would have known, they already had found the shooter. The reason why he did not get shot was because the firefighters had already found the shooter mm. in the back. He was they saw him with the guns across him. He had shot himself. The guns were there. They were like, 
this must be the person. That's him right there. But if it wasn't for that, that motherfucker would have got up there and did this. He's got it in his hands. <laughs> man, see, that's why <laughs> if I'm ever, up, I already said, if I'm ever in that type of situation, I'm going to just run. I ain't going to stop. I'm going to hit the door and I'm going to go. Like, man, I'm full I'm going to tell you this. Right. I, think, I, I sit here thinking about what these people, I'm going to tell you, one thing you cannot do is outrun a fucking bullet. I, and I, I would assume that he was in the back, he was in he was in prime position. He probably saw that ladder and was like, "Motherfucker, if he might have worked in the area where the ladder was, because he probably worked in the uh, the meat department, he probably was thinking like, nigga, if everything's something pop off, I'm gonna hit this ladder right here. He probably <laughs> like, oh, nigga, this the time. <laughs> nigga go. went straight up. He ain't bring nobody with him. He was up there by himself. That's like, that's <laughs> the reason why I said that. Because if you try to hide. They gonna maybe find you. If yeah, they, they if, gonna try to find they you. They gonna find you. But nobody thinks about the roof access. Like nobody, when you go into a store, you go anywhere, nobody says, well, how do you get to the ceiling? Well, how do you get up on the roof? Yeah, my like, job, think that. I know how to get to the roof because we went up there a couple times. So yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we know where the roof access is at our spot because we've been up there because they like, y'all go up there and look but at the fans. But in the a moment of panic, do you think you gonna think about that motherfucker? Depends on how long I have to think. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's a real quick moment, like, I'm probably just run. But, like, if we, like, hot situation, like, for, like, over two or three minutes, I'll be like, hey, y'all know we hit the roof, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's think no. you going to have time to sit there. Yeah, you're going to have time. Like, oh, shoot, bro, he up there. Dang, man, we can't go up front. Uh, roof. You know what I'm saying? We go. You know what I'm saying? But, I, I just but I like, if it's a pow, 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 oh, shoot, pow, 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 pow. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh. he, he, was in a, he was in a pure moment of last... Split decision, last moment. This person is shooting in the store. He back there like hearing the shots, like, oh shit, right. like where can I go? He probably saw that roof access and went up. Now, about like I said, when he got up there, he should have had a moment to think, like, all right, am I going to go ahead and tell the police, hey, I'm up here, or should I just lay down? And just wait till the shit over. That's what I did. And then slowly come up. Or go back down into the store. Come back down into the store. Like, hey, 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 hey. I ain't gonna lie, bro. By the time <laughs> I got up, everybody would have been leaving. Craig, Craig. I was gonna beat the ball. <laughs> By the time I got up, everybody would have been leaving. That'd be like, all right, that's it. <laughs> they looked up. Wait, what is that? Hey, about four hours later, I, hey, y'all, is it clear? Who is that? Cause everybody go, bro. Come on, damn. Bring your ass down. How long you been up there, bro? I've been up here for about four hours. <laughs> we cleared the scene today. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. <laughs> I done, I'm tell you, I done went to sleep. <laughs> nigga, I, Walk I, back I, over there. Y'all got to find me. I'd chill. I said, that nigga was brave for doing that shit. Cause I was like, nigga, I probably would have raised up doing this thing. And trusting the police would just know. It's me. No. I'm an innocent. It'll be so high. There he is. It's another shooter. <laughs> it's two shooters. <laughs> wow. And, and it, okay, so that was the other part. So the other part was they were looking for a second shooter. But like I said, they found the dude in the doorway. They were looking for a second shooter. And it was more so like a slow search. And you got your because, silly self on the roof. Yeah, your hands but, up. Give but, it up. But the, once again, what saved him was because we, we were in the store with SWAT team and stuff. So... <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you about what happened with it too. But so while we was in there, they were telling us they were trying to be sure. But they were sure that was only one shooter, but they had to cover their grounds. Because at one point they hadn't even really 
searched the whole store, which confused me without knowing that they had found the shooter at the mm. time. I was like, so y'all ain't swept the store? I'm like, I'm finna get the fuck out of here. Because I said, do we have any other patients? And when they kept being like, they didn't know, and I didn't see or hear anybody screaming or nothing, so I'm just like, well, we might need to back out because if the shooter ain't dead or they don't know if it's a second shooter, we don't need to be in here, bro. Like, we need to get out. We ain't got no guns or nothing. So if I encounter him, what I got to do? I now I will go to the training videos on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I can disarm him. Like, what? <laughs> one, two, one, two. Dis- disarm him. <laughs> that shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> you gonna get shot. You know, you gonna get shot. That's not gonna work. You gonna get yeah, shot. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, nigga, we need to get out of here because I ain't gonna try to disarm this nigga. So. <laughs> Trust me, you gonna yeah, get they, shot. <laughs> so that was the other thing, though. But what saved him was the people in the store, the patients. Had already said we know who did it. We saw the shit. We he, you know we saw the first shots and all that. So they kind of knew it or whatever. So they 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 knew they weren't technically looking for a second shooter, but they had to cover the shit just to be sure. Like he ain't bring a cousin or something with him. Like hey, they shoot me down. You take over. You you start back up again. Yeah. So they had to make sure. So I was like, he he was fine. He was cool. But to me, he didn't have the knowledge to know he would be straight standing up. So I'm gonna tell other black people, if you get on this on that roof, don't stand up. Man. Wait, wait till that shit clear and then get up. I'm laying down. I was shocked he ground. did that shit. I'm be on my phone texting, might watch a movie while I'm laying down. <laughs> that's just wait until to get through. Whatever, I'm watching basketball highlights. Man. Like, I ain't finna stand up, wave my hand. Oh, I'ma just but, lay there. So this happened too, though. While all this happened, and I didn't know all this literally was happening right on top of each other. Uh, but we, so we, while we was in the store, actually we had walked out when I said we probably don't need to be in there. But then we came back in because everybody else was kind of just making sure. They were like, let's just make sure we got everybody. And so we went inside the store and we saw a SWAT team down on the opposite end of the store. Like, so we was up by the deli. They were down like by like the pharmacy stuff. So we walked down there and was like, hey, uh, y'all got any more patients? I'm like, we just finna check real quick. If they say no, we out of here. And they was like, nah, man, we checked down here. We ain't really have nothing. It was a mixture between Memphis and Shelby County. Like both of they SWAT people was all right there, vest on. ARs out with the silencers on them. I'm like, why you need a silencer? Like, you just don't want nobody to know you shot him or. <laughs> so we just like, y'all boy loaded up. So we was just like, all right, well, we just came to check. We were about to walk out, but then me and me and the lieutenant had our back to this door, and they was like, hey, did anybody check that door? And it's like, no, we hadn't checked that door yet. <laughs> and they started turning the nozzles like toward our direction. We like, hey. Let us get out of here first. Like y'all don't <laughs> chill with this movie stuff, this hey, movie man. scene. And then we were like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let us get all the way out the door. And then by the time we got out the door, we hit them kicking the door like, boom, boom. I said, hey, man, run, run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, so we got on out. Cause we was like, we don't know what you're going to find. It might be the lucky last door. Number, door number three. Kick the door open, the motherfucker, ah, I'm mm. not going out without a fight. You're waiting for him. Hey, yeah. So I was like, man. We got on the bottom there. That was our last time going back in the store. And I said after that, I was like, bro, we just gonna stay out here because we didn't really get the word. Like, shoot us down, you know, because they couldn't really say. They couldn't say, tell us it was no danger. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, well, as far as we know, there's no danger. 
and then find out that his car was down at the end of the store. Like, oh shit, what if he had a bomb? You know what I'm saying? So now they had to go get the bomb squad. They pretty much was trying to get us off the scene then. So we was proud. We was like, hey, we did our job. Patience, you know, like we got everybody gone. They checked under shelves. They checked cabinets. They checked everywhere to make sure nobody was hiding. Once they cleared that, we was out. You know, patients are gone. They got the shooter last. They sent a unit back there to get him. And we knew it then. We, we put two and two together. When they sent that unit around to the back of the building and they were kind of using cold language, we knew that was the shooter. We was like, all right, bet. So he was down. So we kind of ended it from there. And so we, we got out of there. And she went back to the station. Everybody calling us, man. Was y'all boys there, man? Y'all alright? Y'all good? You know. And we just like, after a while, I got tired of answering the phone. Like, bruh it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shoot. Listen to the Critical Minds podcast. You hear my story. Yeah. Outside of this, I'm not gonna answer the phone no more. Not for this. I, it was just, it was just a long, drawn out day after that. It was kind of like we all talked about it or whatever. But we was just kind of like, man. You know, honestly, it was like making one long ass call. So it was like typical for us. Some people are like, are you okay? I'm like, man, I'm fine. And not to say every firefighter deal with it differently because some people dealt with it differently. You know, it kind of like shocked the hell out of them because they live there and they, they live in Collierville. They know the people in the store. They probably know some people that got shot. They see them all the time, talk to them. And go there all the time. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel them. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't, I don't live out here. So I'm like, I don't, you know. That's like if it happened to a Batesville, Walmart, or something. Kind yeah. of like city would be like, man, that was crazy. Yeah, you know, Sh Shakita got shot. And <laughs> It'd be kind of like sad for everybody. Yeah, so that's why I was kind of like, you know, I really wasn't even, it didn't bother me as much as it probably bothered some of the other people. So I was just kind of like, I get it. But for me, they didn't really have to ask me that much about it. You could ask me, you know pretty much whatever but i was just like man it's all good man i was like bro I, it, it was a call i was like man it would have been messed up if he would have really killed more people it was a lot of near misses a lot of near misses when i say near misses like barely missing spines by a couple inches Dang. you know what i mean and, and so dude could have done some damage and it, it would have been worse for us we just pulling out corpses you know what i'm saying rather than pulling out most of the people alive except for miss olivia king which i hate she passed but it was like other than that we could have pulled out man 10 dead bodies and that would have been a lot worse on us because we would have been like damn we ain't saved nobody today bro like everybody died that would have been worse so we were just like man we saw her that she passed away but it was kind of like man that was the cleanest mass shooting you probably would ever seen yeah so outside of that though um that was just kind of how it, kind of how the car was. But I was like, man, I didn't think I would ever make a mad shooting throughout my career. I figured like it was, it's, it's, it's actually slim to none that you make one. But it was weird because I had just a couple weeks before found this old picture in one of my old hard drives from an old flip phone I used to have. Until how long ago it was, but it was from I worked at Frito Lay with this dude who was real weird. And they, they used to joke about the cat saying he came in on the retarded program. Dang. I don't know why they used to say this to this <laughs> man, but I, they used to say it all the time. He ain't little slow. He, he ain't like he's a little bit on the spectrum. But I, I'm tell you, I'd say I'm a teach DJ. But ain't no ever make friends with these people. Ain't nobody that different from you. 
You know what I'm saying? Because that dude used to say some weird shit. He'd be like, life has no meaning. And life is not worth living. He used to say stuff like that. I took a picture of this dude on my phone that day. I don't know what I thought the picture was going to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if I thought it was going to be evidence. But when he started talking real reckless one day, I took a picture of him from between one of the aisles. I just, <laughs> yeah, like just, I just took case. a picture like, this might be the day. Yeah, you know, I had been nice to the man, but at the same time, it was kind of like this conversation here went nowhere. So I, I was, I thought he might shoot free to lay up that day. So hey, some people be going through some things and they really be like mad at the world. Like, yeah. like they be mad at literally everybody. Like, like you have nothing to do with it and they know you have nothing to do with it, but it's yeah. like, they just have such an aggression against the world because for whatever reason they are in life or they're not happy with what they where they at so they have to take that out on everybody so like so you have to be mindful of what you say to people because you never know what they're going through so they will spaz out and you'll be like dang bro like what's that like you can bump into somebody at the store and they might just be having one of them days and like that's why it'd be like a lot of road rage like people be frustrated Man, in a way the road rage out of control you know what I'm saying? and then people will cut you off and they'll, dang, they'll be so mad but they'll come like man you really gonna shoot up somebody's car because they cut you off yeah but it's like they got other stuff going on that's just piling up and it's just one more thing you know what i'm saying that's just not going right or it's frustrating them again so they be on that level that's why the violence is so high now people be wanting you to say something so they can pop off on you <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then that's gonna justify them popping off because they can be like man i'm yeah. so sick of everything and then it's like dang <laughs> yeah. they'll shoot up the whole car you via croker off yeah. of one thing that that like that was, yeah that was the last straw like man what's wrong with everybody like yeah. i'm just gonna start busting that just everybody yeah, and the, like, and the main messed up part about that was the people. He he took it out on Kroger, but he was actually a third party vendor that was not technically hired by Kroger, but his vendor fired him, which the Kroger manager had to walk him out and still end up getting shot by the dude. So it was messed up. It it, it didn't really match up to what was really happening. So. I mean, it was what it was. I, I and like I said, man, it can happen anywhere. So. That was the main lesson of the day was this didn't happen in South Memphis. It didn't happen in North Memphis. It didn't happen in uh, the hood. Yeah, it didn't happen in the hood. This happened in Cogville, which is supposed to be the really nice place. Dude, I told so, my partner, like, you ain't worried about that in the hood. We already know it. Everybody's shooting up the hood, Kroger. They shoot one person. Yeah, they one person. The person, they, was the person to that shoot. they were trying to shoot, bro. Yeah. What you was talking? Bet. Hold on. I'm finna go grab my pistol. We, we all still running. We running, though. Yeah, yeah. We all running. <laughs> but we know that nigga shot that person. We just don't know how good of a shot he is, so yeah. I better get out the way. And Memphis, That's why we running. And Memphis, so going to some areas in the hood, they ain't even gonna close the Kroger down. We just gonna, everybody, everybody Right, good. All right, we're gonna Lamar. open up rest of the seven right quickly. When, when Kroger was on Lamar, you could have got shot right in the front door. They would have pulled your body out, your body out, out the way. Investigate, leave the store. Yeah. What What's going on, Austin? Just nothing. About two people just got shot about fifteen minutes ago. You good? Don't come on in. You what you need to get? <laughs> well, you sure? Tissue, hey, come on in. Tissue right there. Tissue, tissue right there. Right seven. Go on right there. It's all right. That blood? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got somebody to clean it up. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. We got somebody to clean it up right now. <laughs> right yeah. now. Somebody on the way to clean this up 
Is that the body? Is that a body? <laughs> man, oh, that's another one? That's another body? Man, just keep moving. Keep moving. We got somebody for you to come ahead and log that right there. That's it. They walk in. Oh, it's another body? That's oh, another yeah. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew about that one. Come, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on. You good. Like I said, tissue over there, Al Simmons. You don't look like you knew. So, <laughs> yeah, that's hey, We got to get that money now. Got to get that money, baby. <laughs> got to keep the stove going. Hey, that's how it is, though. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I say, oh, somebody got shot at a dollar at a Dollar Tree or a Dollar Journal over there in the hood. I swear that Jones opened in that day. Now the uh, yeah, the Dollar Tree. And I'm like, this guy got shot yesterday. Yeah, the store opened very next day. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they Kroger and Kyrie. I, I don't think it's even back open right now. Oh uh, yeah, that Jones in the hood. It's back open. Yeah, we used to this, man. Folks get shot every day. In Memphis. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, man, it was, it was just. Uh, I never thought I'd make one of them calls, and it's just crazy. I was on overtime. I was just on overtime, and I had just thought about this dude from back in the day, and then that happened. It was almost like God was trying to tell me, "Hey, go on, prepare yourself. I'm about to put you on one." <laughs> so, but yeah, getting that experience as a firefighter, just getting another one on your resume under your belt. Yeah, like I said, man, for me it was like I would have cared to not ever make one of those because easily there yeah. could have been some kids in there. Could have easily been some kids, and there would have been kids. I'd have been pissed off, but who you gonna be mad at? The dude did. He didn't kill himself. He cowed it out. So, man, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, we made it, so it happened. It, it, and it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. We hate we lost somebody, but. Hey, but that's some scary stuff, though, knowing you can't even, like, like just then, I just came back from a Kroger. I'm thinking to myself, is somebody going to shoot at me while I'm getting this cranberry mango? Like, right there, like, Lord have mercy. And Pat had to send me to the store. <laughs> yeah, like, you up there waiting on me to come back. You hit the car, the active shooter, Kroger, like, damn, I just sent my boy. Dang, he over there right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I would be like, uh, what was that in uh, ATL when old boy was drinking the milk? I'll be able to have an apple mango pile. <laughs> Just drop that joint. <laughs> Take off the running. Hey. Like, you got it, man. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what I would do in this situation of being in the store. And I don't know what would run through everybody's mind. Because <laughs> where to run? If he at the entrance, I mean, where do you yeah, go? Yeah, where do you go? Like I said, old boy went up to the, uh, went up to the uh, roof. Uh, the other people ran out the back door and went to the uh, the trash area, like with a trash, you know, had a little fencing in the trash. Mm -hmm. They were hidden down the side of the garbage can. Honestly, if he'd have found them, that would have been a deadly thing. Yeah, because he probably would just open up on the Yeah, because they wouldn't have been able to get out. They were down like in like a single file line, just like stuffed off in there. He would have just been shooting and bullying and going through them to, and it would have been real deadly. But I'm glad he didn't find them. He ended up, actually, I guess he was coming out towards where they were, but he was coming to finish himself off. Mm -hmm. So that he had to go to prison. So, man, it's, it's a fucked up thought just that it made this scene and them people went through that shit. But, man, it could have been a lot worse. So, but yeah, man, this has been a good first episode, man. Back, back at our already over now. Oh, yeah. And that wasn't but two. That wasn't but two topics. Hey, but they, hey, that's good, though. I think that's the best way to do it, too, like that, is just to have a couple of topics couple and not topics. flood it with three or four. Because we're going to run on regardless. Yeah, we're going to run on. <laughs> so I think two topics is good for people to kind of, and they're like 30-minute yeah. topics a piece kind of thing. So Yeah, man, we're, we're going we're gonna to work this thing out. Like I said, this time, I'm going to try to put this audio on here. That way it'll be everywhere. You listen to it. You can't watch it. You can listen to it. Yeah, just ride and ride. We ain't got that us. many visuals, but you can listen to it. Yep, ride and be like yeah, a little yeah. radio. Like a little radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that way we can cover all ground. Somebody, some people want to just have the video so they can see you talking. Some people just want the audio. So. Oh yeah, we here. Man, but we got it, man. This has been Critical Minds Podcast, episode twenty-three, four, four. <laughs> you got it right the first time. No, yeah, twenty-four. Yeah, twenty-four. Laughing with twenty-two. Yeah. We on Critical Minds Podcast, episode twenty-four. Four. Twenty-four. Pat Bass cross the way. Go skill. We gonna catch y'all on next one peace hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.